0: okay it's just gone nine thirty. i can hear some noise in the background so that's a good thing we have a live interview uh this morning for you uh, ladies and gentlemen by telephone it comes on the back of a week or more of uh, the post oscar presentation scandal yeah groan i, I know you uh, heard all of that where you know we saw will smith slap chris rock for what was a pretty average joke uh, at the expense of uh, jada pinkett smith will smith's wife now we're not going to have a post-mortem of the incident but rather a discussion on the reason for the slap chris rock's lame and tasteless gi jane joke was poking fun at jada's hair loss jada pinkett smith has a condition known broadly as alopecia my guest today is Greg O'Rourke. Greg's involved with the Australia Alopecia Ariata Foundation, and we're going to find out more about alopecia and how it impacts people in our community. G'day, Greg. It's great to have you with us here today.
1: Uh, thank you very much, Peter. I'm, uh, I'm glad to be here.
0: You're with us by phone, obviously. Um, where are you speaking from today?
1: Well, I'm, uh, I'm lucky enough to be uh, working uh, from home today, and I'm at uh, Eagle Bay, which is uh Nice place to be when you're working from home.
0: What's the view like? Uh, the, the birds like, singing, blue skies.
1: Yeah. yeah, trees, birds, blue skies. Uh, nice and cool this morning, but uh, yeah,
0: lovely. Oh, that's lovely. Excellent. Okay, um, Greg, can you tell us about uh, a little bit about alopecia areata and um, uh, why it occurs and how it presents itself?
1: Yes, I can, yeah. Uh, Alopecia areata is an autoimmune disease, and it's genetically disposed, uh, which means uh, that you're born with the genetics that cause alopecia areata. And autoimmune uh, means that the body attacks itself, and in the case of alopecia areata, the body attacks and rejects hair follicles.
0: How many people in Australia do we think it affects?
1: Okay, it's estimated uh, from studies that about two percent of the population uh, will be impacted by alopecia areata at some time in their lives. So in Australia, that would translate to roughly about half a million people. Um, But there'll be significantly less than that. Where it would become a uh, lifelong problem for those people.
0: So does it affect all people, men and women and children, or is it selective and how, how, does, it all, how does it all come about? Yeah, look,
1: uh, all of the above, uh, Peter. It's evenly uh, spread between the genders. Um, it often uh, first presents in childhood, but, but really it can present at any age.
0: So is it a lifelong condition or is it something that can be transient and do we know why this is?
1: Yeah, look, another good question. Um, the answer is uh, is both. Uh, alopecia areata is a mysterious condition. And although researchers now understand the mechanism whereby the body attacks the hair follicles, um, the triggers themselves uh, for what actually causes the alopecia areata to, uh, to reveal itself um, are very poorly understood. In other words, uh, we don't really understand yet why some, some people, um, with the genes, it becomes a lifelong issue. And for others, they may have one or two episodes. Uh, Their hair might fall out completely and grow back. And then uh, the condition uh, disappears as uh, mysteriously as it appeared.
0: Is there much um, research going on? Um, you know, if if there's so little known, which seems a common trend with genetic conditions, is, is that they're they're not well understood and there's limited research. Is there much going on with uh, with yeah. alopecia areata?
1: I'm pleased to say there's, uh, there's a lot going on, and though that's good news, officially, yeah, yes, it is. So officially, <laughs> there's no uh, cure yet. And there have been treatments with various levels of success, including um, steroidal treatments. Um, And some of these, uh, particularly the steroidal ones, they have side effects, which means that you can't uh, use them over extended periods. But um, some years ago, uh, AAA helped fund some research into a group of drugs uh, broadly called uh, JAK inhibitors which had been used successfully for treating a a very closely related autoimmune disease called uh, rheumatoid arthritis, or I think it's now known as rheumatoid disease. And um, the trials are now being um, funded by pharmaceuticals, which means there's plenty of money to uh, spend on the trials and and the progress is advancing. And these trials are ongoing, including in Australia. Um, And the drugs are being modified to better suit alopecia areata patients. Um, the results of the trials are really promising, and we hope that in the near future they will be approved for use in Australia and be available at an affordable price.
0: Well, that's uh, that, that's great news. Now, I, I understand there's a number and probably many types of uh, of, of alopecia areata. Are, are you able to sort of give us an idea how they're grouped or, or what areas yeah, no, they affect?
1: Yeah look I'll just uh, probably just uh, for your listeners um, the term alopecia simply means hair loss so um, a male pattern baldness is a a form of alopecia Um, and uh, you know some uh, some women uh, may lose experience hair loss during pregnancy that's a a hormonal thing and that's alopecia also. But alopecia areata is the autoimmune disease and all of uh, the, the people we represent um, suffer from um, alopecia areata which is the genetic one and, um, and probably just to explain um, and I think this is a bit confusing so alopecia areata the areata actually means patches so alopecia areata always first presents as a as a patch or a number of small patches if those patches uh, expand, you can imagine them melding together and on say on the head, and that uh, then becomes, if you look, t- get total hair loss on the head, that becomes um, alopecia totalis. And if that hair loss extends to every hair on your body, that, that, that's known as alopecia universalis. But both of those uh, ones I just mentioned, they are still alopecia areata. So people you hear people saying, oh, I don't have alopecia areata, I have alopecia totalis it, it is still alopecia areata and all those people are people that we represent in our foundation
0: right oh, So, so it's 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 all it's all the same thing just a different extents and has a different latin name by the sound of it
1: it, it does yeah. and probably uh probably to avoid confusion uh, they should be called alopecia areata totalis and uh, universalis and so on it just becomes a bit of a mouthful so uh so they get they get abbreviated but they are the same thing
0: thanks for um uh, i guess providing a bit of detail there so we can have some understanding now uh you know this is this is a condition that affects Two percent of the Um, population—that's about half a million people—as as as well as the 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 hair loss, which uh, you know is a very is a very visual, very physical thing. Are there other physical health impacts uh, it can have?
1: Yes. Look, um, there are some peripheral physical health issues resulting from alopecia areata, and. Hair, funnily enough, has, has got many other functions other than, than, than you know, people, uh, the look of it, uh, the cosmetic uh, appearance issues. Um, alopecia also, uh, uh, sorry, hair also protects from, you uh, from the cold and from sun. And also, for instance, uh, nose hairs that collect dust and, dust and pollen and protect you from those sort of uh, allergic reactions to some of those things that some people experience.
0: Uh, so, so uh, that that can exacerbate allergies and uh, and things like that. Is that right?
1: It certainly can, and uh, there are there is a bit of a crossover from people who have, have alopecia that also have uh, problems um, with uh, with uh, fingernails and toenails and such things, which, which are also um, can be related
0: right i i guess one thing that just sprang to my mind and uh i think i know the answer to this but just to, just to be doubly sure and so uh, so everyone listening might might know you say uh you said alopecia areata is, areata is a, an autoimmune and genetic condition so you can't catch it so you can't catch
1: it no, you know, <laughs> no see, it's I, interesting you know but it's a misconception
0: so. I, you know you, you, you see someone and you know uh, they they might have patchy hair or something like that and and you, you some people's first response might be, "Oh, you know, I, you know, can you catch that?" Look, and, you yeah, know.
1: it is a good point, Peter, because I think uh, especially amongst uh, amongst young young children, they hear all about uh, you know the pandemic, COVID, and uh, mm. and uh, people catching stuff, and they may see someone, they may see another kid with something, and say, "Oh, if I get close to that person, I won't mm-hmm. catch it." So, so that's sort of one of the um, one of the uh, things that uh, we uh, we we channel in on uh, or or we focus on in um in educating younger kids that it's certainly not contagious
0: no risk of catching it yeah yeah and i i think you know that that'd be uh that'd be a very quick first hurdle now um i guess how an individual might um i guess respond and and uh, you know to the development of their condition and things like that um I'm sure it can quite deeply affect their their self-image and self-esteem and their their mental health let, let's let, let's walk down that path for a minute if, if you could Greg and and you know what are what are what are some of the factors there from uh, you know not the physical side of things but the mental side of things
1: yeah look uh, absolutely I, I think that um, uh, People's, people's appearance, how they look at themselves, but also how they uh, how they fit in. I think, uh, and particularly uh, important with uh, with kids, uh, and particularly uh, teenagers, where, uh, where where their self image is is also important. So. Um, Look, if if, they, if people aren't uh, confident with this condition, and uh, and perhaps they are they're at a you uh, know an environment where they get uh, bullied or teased, it can ha- actually have a big uh, impact on their uh, on their mental health. Or they might might just be uh, frightened of getting found out. They don't want no one no one wants to be different, Peter, you know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and so so in terms of uh, mental health, um, you know, kids can. Uh, Kids, adults too, by the way, <laughs> not just kids, but uh, they can become very self-conscious and embarrassed. Um, as I said, uh, they can be subject to bullying and teasing. Uh, they can become withdrawn yeah. and uh, yeah. not want to put themselves in situations suddenly uh, not feeling uh, feeling like going to school, for instance. Uh, this this does happen uh, quite commonly, um, and. Uh, so they don't want to put themselves in a situation where they can be exposed. Um, so um, I, I worry about the impact this can have, uh, and um, and uh, we try to provide uh, support through things such as school packs, pe- school uh, speaking at school assemblies and the like. Um, we've even made educational videos, which are available on our website to help educate school kids. For instance, I think. Um, a lot of these things are born out of ignorance. And I think uh, until you um, actually educate kids, it's really hard to call out bullying. Is it bullying or is it is, is it curiosity? Is it, uh, you know, um, I think it can it, be um, uh, it, two can be confused, but I think when, hard, once people know. Mm. Yeah, once people know, you can call it out for what it is if it is bullying.
0: Yeah, look, uh, th- there's there's some issues in there that must be big challenges for, for people and have a significant impact on their uh, their mental health. And we'll, we we might delve into um, some of those issues a bit more in a few mo- moments. But before we do that, uh, Greg, how did you come uh, you become involved with uh, a- as you've called it Triple A F, which is Australia Alopecia Areata Foundation?
1: Yeah, look, oh, I've got three children. Now, they're all uh, adults now, um, but uh, two of those um, have alopecia areata.
0: don't they? <laughs> <laughs> <I> certainly do.
1: <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> um, but but I've got two who uh, have alopecia areata, and it was through uh, I guess uh, my um, thirst for knowledge about this that I first came in contact with uh, what was then the newly formed. Uh, uh, Australia Alopecia areata Foundation, A F, we call it. Um, so how long and ago shortly, was that? That was uh, more than 11 years ago. Uh, so the organisation has been going for about 12 now. So yeah. it was in its early days. And shortly after that, uh, the position of branch manager in WA became available. I think I, uh, I was probably the, the, uh, the first and only applicant <laughs> <laughs> and also, I've been involved in that capacity ever since. It's like it's volunteering been, uh... in the
0: army, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Take exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Um... Exactly right. So um, yeah, so so I've been involved in about eleven years now, and uh, and like anything, it's sort of been uh, it's been uh, been a bit of a journey uh, of discovery. We've sort of grown uh, a lot in that time, but it's uh, also for me personally, it's been uh, very rewarding and become. Uh,
0: very significant part of my life. That's great. Well, um, AAAF seem to have a range of support groups and resources available. Uh, Are these available in every state and, uh, you know, what are some of those programs and are they gender and age specific? And Have you got a bit of info for us on those?
1: Yeah, so a little bit about uh, the foundation and uh, and how we how we're structured. But also, but first of all, the foundation's got uh, three goals, um, and everything we do, if it's not related to uh, any either of these uh, specific goals, then we don't do it. But they are uh, number one is to raise awareness. Uh, what I'm doing at the moment, hopefully, is uh, is helping with that. But. Uh, Secondly, we provide uh, support to people with alopecia areata and their families. And uh, also we uh, do our best to support research for a cure or an acceptable treatment. Um, You asked about uh, support groups and uh, resources available. So um, yeah, we have uh, support groups in every state. And in addition, we have a group specifically for males and and another one for younger people. And uh, one of the things we've been doing for the last five years, um, although uh, uh, it's been interrupted by COVID, um, is to uh, run kids camps and uh, hopefully we'll have another one of these later this year. So these happen each year in November where uh, kids from all over Australia uh, come together to be with others with uh, alopecia. Um, and our last national camp uh, we had which was two years ago uh, on the uh, gold coast um, there were 115 kids from all over australia uh, and we were able to uh, fully fund that uh, with uh, no cost at all for the kids that, that attended so how do,
0: how do the kids how do the kids react and respond to a hundred plus other kids that are just like them
1: yeah look that's a uh, it's, I guess that's one of the, uh, to witness that, I guess is uh, one of the really rewarding things from being involved. Um, so uh, I often think, uh, l- well, a lot of kids with alopecia out when they first get it, they feel very alone. They probably think uh, mm. they're the only ones who've got this. Mm, yeah. And it's amazing uh, to see the joy uh, when they uh, see someone else with the same thing. Um, so so, uh, helping to make those connections is one of the really rewarding uh, things uh, uh, with this uh, this role. And at the kids' camps, it's just uh, fantastic to see the kids just um, being kids, relaxing, um, totally without any of the pressures that they uh, sometimes may feel in their daily lives.
0: (laughs) Do they share funny stories?
1: Oh, yeah, look, I'm sure everyone's uh, everyone's got stories and I think, uh, you know, humour's sort of one of the things I think that uh, people can relate to, you know, yeah, like that's not really a problem for me or whatever, you know, that that sort of thing. But, uh, yeah, they they do, they they just have a lot of fun and uh, there's there's kids have sort of been to, uh, you know, uh, three or four camps and they just really look forward to uh, catching up with their friends from other states. It's been a, a fantastic thing
0: yeah look i I, in 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 thinking about that and unpacking that a bit i I guess you know you've got a hundred kids to come uh, come together and i guess like all kids some will get on some won't There will be the usual you know capers but do the can and and kids and, and people with social media and everything now are so connected it doesn't really matter geographically where you are do, do they do they then use those contacts and that network as a, as almost an impromptu or a, an ad hoc support network and you know friend network where they can you know if something's happened or they can get oh you know this is how I'm feeling today and they just know that within that that group whether it's you know a little Snapchat group or something like that they just know these people will get it. Is is there that opportunity there?
1: Well, there is that opportunity and that's specifically why we set up a, uh, a youth uh, group it's a it's a facebook group on yeah. uh, and um you know i, I think one of uh, whether they, uh, they, they catch up as well there seems to be a lot of uh, exchanging of uh phone numbers at the airport and all <laughs> of that, this sort of stuff as they uh, depart to their various states uh, kids don't really ring
0: just... each other anymore they, they just get on <laughs> They just get on well, Slack, don't they? <laughs> or, probably, or probably, get,
1: probably <laughs> <laughs> whatever details are getting, they're exchanging information and uh, I guess that's for the purpose of uh, yeah. keeping in touch. So, uh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. No, I don't think the uh, the phone's, uh, phone numbers are probably uh, of limited use yeah, now, don't
0: they're, they? They're for old people like us, mate so exactly <laughs> so look that's fantastic um the, the so the foundation AAAF, uh, have have their support groups and they're in place where with people who have alopecia areata and their families and their carers can feel connected and share knowledge and get information and get support and you know perhaps talk through some of their their issues and problems or their choices understanding their choices that must provide a, a real opportunity i guess for empowerment but also you know like we've just talked about with these kids that that feeling of brotherhood and sisterhood of uh you know others that you're not alone that that must be a that must be a a, a fantastic feeling
1: well it is i think it's a, a strength in numbers and i think uh you know we, we we've uh i think we've built some really uh solid uh solid communities um, here in um in western australia i've, I've sort of i have uh I have some uh, people who are helpers in, a, in an official capacity but I've also got I've also empowered uh, people within the group to organize their own catch-up so I don't have to uh, doesn't have to wait for me to organize something for them to have stuff and we've got a really good uh, good solid group of core cool group of uh, people that just really get involved are happy to help others uh, and just um, you know um I sort of I've heard the term. Uh, we've got our uh, got our alopecia family, you know, yes. here in WA, yep. Yep. and I, and that, that that's replicated all around Australia. I'm sure.
0: So um, that's brilliant, Greg. I, I, we, we we unpacked a little bit on the the mental health side of things uh, around alopecia areata, and you've seen these impacts first hand. And um, you know, let's un, let's unpack those a little bit more and how. The condition affects the the self-image and the self-esteem of a person their their confidence you know um what what can this condition do to uh to mental health and, and how might it manifest itself in, in adults and kids
1: yeah well look uh kids first of all i talked about uh the that it has the potential to cause uh, kids to be uh withdrawn and uh sort of go to go uh uh, withdraw into themselves and not uh, participate. I've heard of, uh, you know, teacher reports saying uh, so-and-so doesn't uh, participate in uh, class discussion. And, of course, you know, uh, you, um, when you put your hand up, the first thing everyone does is look at you. And I suppose if you want to be invisible, that's not what, what you want to do. So I just think there's, uh, you know, I'm not a uh, uh, psychologist, mm. but I do think there's actually uh, a lot of... Um, uh lifelong harm can be caused by um by kids missing out on uh, those uh, on fully participating in those childhood years and feeling like a Mm -hmm. bit like an outlier Mm -hmm. so it's really important i think to sort of intervene um in a positive sense to um stop that situation from occurring educating kids putting support networks around them etc to uh to help them through those um those very difficult uh what can be very difficult years. They can be difficult years for any teenager, but when you've got alopecia areata, that's just plus,
0: uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, we we all know that as a kid, you know, being different in any way at all can uh, can lead to some fairly tough and unwanted situations, and sometimes without even realising it, kids can be pretty cruel. Um, th- this must put some of these kids on a on a huge emotional roller coaster but um I, I want to flip that over uh greg and there must be situations we're dealing with situations like this and, and and you know this might go for any kid who's a bit different somewhere um are there situations do you think that that makes these kids tougher and more resilient and, and more determined What what's your experience
1: yeah look uh look from my experience we've, we've got some amazing uh, kids uh in the group, who have got uh, really good stories and, uh, and, uh, and 100%, you know, kids uh, who get the right report um, can become tougher and more resilient. Uh, um, I think alopecia areata is a big thing for a kid to deal with and, uh, mm. and often kids with, uh, who have dealt with that, they really don't uh, sweat a lot of the little stuff that uh, might uh, bother the rest of us. Um, and I've also seen, uh, kids with alopecia areata, um, consequently, uh, develop, uh, or subsequently, uh, develop, um, really good, uh, leadership skills and, uh, and, and we encourage, uh, people like that in our group to use their experience to help others who are perhaps at the beginning of the journey and, uh, and really struggling.
0: Yeah. So, so it's, you know, it's an adversity, uh, but they lift and and, and, and rise to uh, I, I guess the the challenge and um and, and embrace the situation almost. Is is that is that yeah. how you'd put it?
1: Yeah, yeah. Look a- absolutely. Um, whether they uh, embrace to the extent of they uh, I, I think most uh, most of them probably sort of rather they snap their finger and grow their hair back they would do that but they <laughs> they accept the situation and they uh yeah. um yeah, sort of accept and uh, and sort of build from that. Understand that they're you know they're, they're loved and supported. And mm. uh, I think sort of one of the other things I've uh, I've observed. I think people, other other people who see kids with this, who are actually dealing uh, really positively with it, they mm. may not say so, but I think there's, a, there's an enormous amount of respect. And they sort of wonder, geez, I wonder whether I'll, if I had this, whether I'd be able to deal with it like as this person is. So there is that uh, that respect I think that can be gained as well from uh, dealing with it in a positive uh, fashion. I guess um, being, not being, uh, trying not to take a backward step, realising this isn't the fault, real, calling out um, uh, Poor behaviour if it, if, it, if it occurs in mm, in in a yeah. in a way, yeah. I think that all those things um, they do they do um, command uh, respect from their peers.
0: You know, Greg, it's really interesting that you say that because I, I, from my own personal experience, my uh, I, I've got an eighteen-year-old son, and he has a uh, he has a mate with alopecia, and I, I won't say his name or anything like that i i know i know he can be a bit self-conscious and he's aware of his difference however he's a fantastic he's a really great young bloke he's friendly he's willing to give just about anything a go uh he likes to party a bit uh you know enjoys going to the pub and um and the company of his mates and he's he's uh, uh, you know his, his mates just love him and uh uh, and, and, and we as parents do as well he's also a very strong sportsman he's involved in uh, in in sport at uh at, at a very high level um he he wears a cap everywhere but he generally gets on with life and he is just the best bloke that said though i reckon he's got a tough exterior but he's still got a bit of a soft center um and i say that not because i think he's particularly vulnerable but because i know his parents actually and they uh they're just wonderful caring and thoughtful people and um and and i think they've uh they've instilled that that resilience into this young fella and um, i think that soft center is is a bit reflective of this and it's a positive attribute uh, you know, to the point now where we, we don't even notice, and his mates don't even notice. He he's just one of the lads. You know, if he steps out of line, he'll get a clip around the ear. And uh, and, yeah. and if he's a good bloke, he's a good bloke. And most of the time, he's a good bloke. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's that's been my experience. And you know, after all, and I I think I've been very fortunate to. Uh, uh you, you know to have had that experience and and, and stuff like that but uh you know yeah. he, he's, he's just one of the lads yeah well
1: look anyone like that they've had to deal with some stuff that other kids haven't so i think yeah. that uh, can can actually uh shape them as a person i think perhaps uh yeah they have uh in their life felt vulnerable so they will um you know you talk about a uh, soft center i sort of say <laughs> that uh, that a fair bit but they're very um uh I guess uh, sympathetic or um, uh, empathetic, I guess, of, of people with other differences as well. You know, that's, that seems to be that, that seems to be a fairly common thread uh, with uh, people with alopecia that, um, that I see as well. So.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, look, uh, yeah, he, he's a no-nonsense sort of a guy, and uh, yeah, he's we, we we just love him. Um, Greg, I'd like to talk a little bit more about the foundation and some of the great work they do for those who have um, alopecia areata. Um, You want to tell me a bit more about the programs they run uh, in in AAAF? I I had a little bit of research there and uh, there's something called No Hair, We Care and another one called Wigs for Kids. What, what What are these programs?
1: Yeah, look, uh, the wigs for kids uh, program is a, a program where we will uh, we will provide a grant of four hundred dollars towards uh, anyone with alopecia who uh, who wants wants or needs a wig or wants to throw one out. Yeah. Um, so often uh, their first experience with uh, that, and uh, wigs are effectively a prosthetic that help a lot of people in their journey. So mm. uh, sometimes people. Uh, just don't want to deal with the uh, looks or the explanations. They uh, slip a wig on and that's, uh, that uh, provides some uh, some anonymity. Um, so we, we sort of like to uh, help with that. Uh, the No Hair We Care program's probably more recent one, probably been going for, I'm guessing, about a year. Um, and that's a, that's a uh, bit of a care pack that we, uh, we uh, send out and uh, it contains... Uh, you know, more than a hundred dollars worth of uh, things that are going to uh, help uh, people on their journey, and yeah. uh, and it's, it's all for the uh, cost of postage and handling. So, uh, so we, we send those out as well. So.
0: Oh, that sounds fantastic. Now, I, I also believe the foundation has what they call support ambassadors. Who 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 are these people, and uh, you, you know, can you tell us more about? Them?
1: Yeah. Well, I can tell you, uh, it gives me an opportunity to uh, provide a shout out to my uh, two support ambassadors here in WA. Oh, yes, but, please. Uh, There's a couple in yeah, so, WA. Cool. Yeah. So hopefully uh, they, might, they might, might be tuned in, but anyway, um, a big shout out to uh, Clara. Uh, she works with uh, children in Perth. and. Um, and Alex is a vetting Margaret River, so she sort of covers off the southwest for us as well. For, um, so the role of the uh, my son uh, Campbell also was a support, support ambassador for a few years as well, which is uh, which is great. But the role of the support ambassador is to step in and help provide um, guidance and uh, support uh, to people who uh, may be struggling. And uh, also um, to help out with things like the kids' camps, they, they, tend, uh, they tend to, we have youth ambassadors, we have support ambassadors who are a bit older as well. And I, uh, I was probably, probably just uh, reminds me, I've probably glossed over a little bit about um, adults with alopecia and, uh, and, uh, and uh, they, they can often struggle as well. I mean, people who have had hair, her- Mm. hear their whole lives and, and suddenly at the age of 45 it's, it's gone. And I hear people say, you know, they uh, look in the mirror, they don't recognise themselves, mm. they have these mm. uh, identity issues. And some people um, who get it later in life can, uh, can really struggle um, as well. So I just don't want to uh, underplay that. Uh, but they they also get a lot of uh, support from our foundation and I think a lot of a lot of the older ones uh, a lot of people who've had alopecia older ones have had alopecia all their lives have sort of um, have sort of said when they encountered alopecia, there was no support organization there's nothing at all and uh, and the only strategy you had was to um, was to hide it and uh, not talk about it and there was something you know which is leads to its own issues because you um, yeah, why should you have to? Why should you be forced to hide something that you've, it's not your fault? And yeah, you know, yeah there's, absolutely. These issues of, of being ashamed about something or being embarrassed about something, mm. I, I, I sort of get it, but it, it shouldn't be the um the the whole um whole strategy, you know? Yeah, and, uh, and yeah. I think that that's caused problems. So people like We've got people. That, we've got a uh, lady in our group who's uh, who's um, very senior. What I do an age on it. She may, she may be listening, but uh, but uh, she's um, she's basically sort of said how wonderful the organisation is and how great it would have been to have something when they first uh, encountered mm. alopecia, and they spent mm. their whole life uh, until the foundations come along, and uh, you know, sort of uh, without any support whatsoever. So.
0: Yeah. I oh, will um, look I'll, um, I'll double down on your uh, your shout out there uh, to, to Clara and Alex and, and, and Campbell if, if you're listening. Thank you for the, the work you do and the awareness that you uh, you obviously create. Um, it's, it's, it's a great thing so uh, I hope you're listening and hello. Now Greg, I'm, I'm a Joe average member of the public. What can I do in terms of awareness and support? Even just in the street, what should I do?
1: Okay, well, I guess if um, if you saw someone making a uh, joke about someone or picking on someone with alopecia. I'll
0: walk up and slap them. No? <laughs> no? Oh, sorry.
1: <laughs> so, I definitely wouldn't recommend slapping them, uh, Peter. I know you're
0: in. i yell obscenities at them then. Yes. Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> I think there's a lot of people who no. uh, might feel like that, but, but uh, look, no, if, if, it's a, Sorry. if you <laughs> judge it to be a safe situation, um, you could perhaps use the opportunity to help educate that person. Mm. Um, mm. I said earlier, a lot of this sort of stuff can be born out of ignorance or not understanding how how hurtful their words can be. So some sometimes and it's it's difficult to do that. It's always difficult to step in, judge a situation, step in and uh, sort of uh, be a, a bit of a hero. But I, I guess there these situations do um, present an opportunity to educate. And I think if any good has come from um, you know the. Uh, the uh, Will Smith, uh, Chris Rock altercation, is uh, people are talking about that. And uh, I've said to others, I've said uh, the amount of publicity this has given to uh, alopecia areata, considering that one of our pillars is, uh, is awareness, uh, we couldn't hope to, to get this much awareness about alopecia in 20 years of trying. That, it it's, it's, one of those, a-
0: it's one of those Hollywood situations where uh, uh, any exposure is good exposure. <laughs>
1: Exactly. It's gone viral. It's gone viral. <laughs> but,
0: but I, I guess what, what you're saying there, though, mate, is is that it could be as simple if you if you see something and, you know, someone's having a bit of a dig or, or a carry-on, you might just go, oh, come on, settle down, mate. They can't do anything about it. Give it a rest, you know, pull your head in. Or, or And it yeah. doesn't even have to be particularly aggressive. It can be, come on, they can't do yeah. anything about it. And look, it I, I
1: don't know. You know absolutely so that's you as uh, joe public but people with um, alopecia areata i mean if you get uh, bullied or teased the the, the, the satisfaction for the uh, person doing that is you're going to get embarrassed or you're going to yeah. care or you're going to shrink into yourself yeah so yeah. I'd, I'd sort of encourage um people with alopecia if they feel confident you know and um, stick up for yourself and just sort of point out that uh you know mate this isn't uh, – that's pretty good, isn't it? Sort yeah. Of, uh, ripping someone about uh, something you've got no control over, but, uh, you know, well done, you know, and just, you know, without being aggressive, without being yeah, measured with fun. your words and, and maybe give them something to think about,
0: you know. Um, the the uh, that's, uh, Just remind them of the money they save on, on, on haircuts and waxing. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a free holiday every year. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, now, but, but, yeah, it is, it is a uh, – I think the the counter to uh, bullying or teasing is to uh, not not take a backward step yeah. and to uh, right. get on the get on the front foot, so to speak. Uh, it does provide that uh, it, it, it's an opportunity to educate. In other words,
0: now if our listeners, Greg, want to uh, if they want to get more information and understand a bit more about either the condition um alopecia areata or how to support people or just i don't know just want to find out a bit more uh what, what's the web address and how, how do they uh how do they get in touch with uh triple yeah. af
1: yeah thanks peter yeah the first port of call will be our website so it's uh triple and there's a uh, absolute uh, wealth of information there there's uh, there's a whole host of uh youtube videos uh there's uh there's support packs. There's uh, just a, a lot of information. There's information about research and treatments and all that. It's it's a really good site, and from there you can. Uh, it's got all the uh, connections through to the various support groups around Australia. Um, it's a it's a really good uh, site, it's been. Um, there's a lot of resource there
0: yeah i yeah uh, I, I obviously in, in doing a bit of prep work for our, our chat today i had a look at the uh, the website au, and there is a wealth of information there so it's really good and you know it's relevant for people with alopecia areata to find out more and get some support and everything but it's also uh for uh, uh the rest of us and i'm i'm at the other end of the scale i'm on the rather hirsute uh, uh, variety of, uh, of of human being um and uh, I, you know I, fa- I just found out a lot there and it was it was very interesting um greg thank you very much for chatting with me today i really appreciate you taking time out from where you are and the, the hardships of eagle bay uh, <laughs> now even though we're on the phone um, with all my guests i ask them to select a song which is special for them and tell us why um greg what's your special song today and and, and why and um, then you can introduce it and uh, take it out and thanks for being with us today
1: all right well look thanks uh, thanks so much for having me peter and uh, i'd also like to acknowledge the great work you and the other people do at inspire radio to, to, to shed a bit of light on some of these uh sorts of issues so thanks thanks for that opportunity. Um, Look I've chosen this song because uh, to me it's it talks of humility one of the greatest of human traits. Um, An admission that things could have been done better, the desire if you had the chance to have that day again you do things differently and the acceptance that uh, you don't get that chance. You can only aspire to do better in the future and the song is by Paul Kelly. I could start today again, and it goes out to Arabelle, who is very special in my life.
0: That's a great way to finish up. Thanks, Greg. Here's Paul Kelly.